Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. You know how you sometimes just have to judge what's going on with society by the little things that happen in your own life, in your own neighborhood? Mm. By the way, I'm not going to be one of those people. If there's a mass shooting or a shooting or a stabbing in my neighborhood, it's going to say, oh, that never happens here. That's, that's outrageous. How could that possibly happen? But two things happened that have never happened in all the time that I have lived where I live. Mm. Never. And one of them's happened twice. I was awakened again by the sound of a catalytic converter theft outside my house. That's the second time this year. That's never happened before. And then last night, uh, I'm in the kitchen and I have like a little deck door that's open. And I hear noise and I thought, "Eh, it sounds like just kids in the neighborhood screaming. I said, "Eh, it's not exactly that. I took a look. It's a woman uh, lying on the ground in the street screaming at the top of her lungs like she was on a bad drug trip, kind of rolling around, screaming. Oh, God. Yep. And I said, <laughs> eh, not going to do anything here necessarily. Uh, but, you know, I live in what I call the Prop 13 neighborhood, which means everybody, all of my neighbors are 80 plus. Because <laughs> they have incredibly low property taxes. <laughs> That's right. There's nowhere to go if they sell and try to buy a new home oh, and they no. get assessed with the current property old, taxes. It's like they're in over their head. Old people, so people never move I mean, it's a nice place to live, too. I'm not putting that part aside. But. Well, those people are quiet until, you know, the ambulance comes. Uh, they all came out. It's like I watched them and then a guy walking his dog and uh, he tried to help her, but she ran off. And then I saw him on the cell phone. I guess he called the cops. He was oh. describing her and where like, she ran to. Like they're going to do something. What I, are they going to do with her? They, who knows? Nothing. Uh, bring Nothing. what's that uh, that drug called that's supposed to help you from an overdose? Uh, 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 yeah. Well, if you yeah, with an N, Narcan. Or 
Narcan, right. Bring some Narcan. That's about all they can do. Eric right? knows. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying anything about that. I just, <laughs> yeah, really? You, you had that right away. I, oh, yeah, but she was flopping around on the ground, eh, just screaming like she was being stabbed to death, but there was nobody else there. And, yeah, that doesn't sound like heroin. That sounds like meth. Yeah, is that what can happen? You can have some sort of bad hallucination or something. I, I, the, or? the ones who act the most crazy in public, if they're right. not, if they're not just outright mentally ill, that that's the meth. Right. That causes right. you to uh, oh. just you know, you know scream and just do all kinds of crazy things. Oh, and I, and I took a dare and I flew on an airplane again, and uh, I thought of Deborah Mark because I was looking to see if there were masks anywhere, and there weren't. And you weren't but, wearing one. No. No, but I wish I had because uh, a group sat behind me and one of them had the worst B.O. I have smelled <laughs> in years. And it's unmistakable. It's not urine. No. It's not poop. You know the no. smell of really heavy oh, sweat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And, and I wasn't the only one. We're all looking around like, oh. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, uh, fortunately, did not sit next to me, but it was behind me in the middle seat. Was that a short flight? It was a short flight, no, 40 yeah. minutes. Lucky you didn't have uh, you know, six hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Because you know how your nose works. Honestly. It's trying to pick up exactly what's going on. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's unmistakably people, body odor. When people with a bad stink on them, I want to take them out into the tarmac and just beat them to a pulp. But, and he was I traveling with, is... like, two other guys. How do you not know? How do they not? They don't care. Guys? How old? You're, In their 20s? That you're a stench bomb? They I don't... have a tip for you guys. This is what you need to do. You need to bring an essential oil, perhaps lavender. <laughs> I like the term essential oil. And essential you need oil. some clear Like other oils are not essential. Or a paper towel. Uh -huh. And you douse it. So then when you do have somebody on your plane that smells or perhaps in an Uber, which has happened to me, you just put that Kleenex up to your nose and you breathe that in the whole time. Oh, so you right? have your own little environment. Yes. Yeah, and it Your works. own nasal environment. Absolutely. <laughs> what a That's hell. what you got to do. What a helpful hint. Thank you. Yeah. I thought yeah, you she's would pretty good. That. We ought to call her in on this every now and then. She's got oil. a good, helpful hint to save your uh, respiratory system. Yeah, can you imagine so you're what? Huffing lavender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You might have your own trip. I, I think that explains what's going on with you. <laughs> she's, she's snorting it. We learn bit by bit how she copes with the world. Yeah. You notice that? You know, the paper towels to grab the door handles. Mm -hmm. still and doing now that. we've learned she's on the planes essential oils. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, she's still doing the paper towels and the door handles, especially if Steve Gregory's around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Steve Gregory? He has... <laughs> Where have those hands been? He's got cooties. <laughs> Is that what she says? Yes. No. Yeah. You can oh, show that. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> Please. What? He gives you a hard time. I know. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, and I predicted this, they're still counting the votes from last Tuesday. And uh, they put out a report late Friday that Karen Bass is gaining ground on Rick Caruso. And not that it matters. They're both going to meet in November anyway. But I did say this. I said, you know, with the people that vote the day of or the provisional ballots and the mail-in ballots that are dropped off the day of, or I guess you can... You can actually, they, they're good even if they arrive three days after the election. Yeah, explain that to me. How can I, you accept a ballot that's arriving three days late? Doesn't that have to be postmarked, though, by midnight of election day? Isn't that the who, rule? Who knows if they, do you think they follow rules? Do you think uh, any of these people care? I, this, is, this is how elections gets, get corrupted. 
We have some of the worst sets of election laws in the whole country. Yeah, it's which we're going to talk about because yeah, it's we a pretty should. good article I mean, in the National Review by John Fund, who we've quoted before, where he runs down all the problems it, with California well, elections. Because when you have one-party rule, they will set up a, a one-party corrupt election system so they always stay in power. Just yes. in case something goes starts to go sour, they can fix things. You know, it's like uh, in movies or TV shows, they fix things in post-productions or in post-production. Right. Right? They correct sound problems or lighting problems or whatever. That's, that's what this is, post-production, in case there's any uh, problem with the election outcome. And when we first talked about this list last week, I mistakenly said, well, there's so few people voting. It shouldn't be that to take that long to count all the ballots. But apparently that's not how it works because we wait and we wait and we wait because there's still people voting, right? They, they, you know, they may have arrived the day of the election and we have to put the ballot aside and then check it later. And get Right. So they were still accepting votes on Friday last week, which was the last work day. I just thought to be less of that kind of riffraff, irresponsible voters than there are like in a presidential election. So I didn't think it'd be a big impact this time, but it's still no. it's dragging the vote count. M- much of the world is riffraff now. Man, it's Riff, we're, we're majority riffraff. <laughs> what are you looking for, statesmen? <laughs> um, so there's now, uh, he had a five percentage point lead on Wednesday morning, but now the latest vote count, which actually came out Friday, I don't know if there's going to be another update today, but it's only a point and a half roughly between them. And again, it does not matter because those are the top two and they're going to meet in November. But it's just interesting to see well, I, what we always see. Uh, the, quote, more progressive left-leaning candidate seems to just gain votes mysteriously yeah. days and weeks after the election. How does that happen? I, because I, they're, they, they're, they have more of the riffraff that doesn't vote. So they have to ballot harvest. They have to push people into it. They have to get people, uh, people wake up that morning and go, oh, yeah, I should vote. I'll just drop this off. I, at the I looked vote. at uh, the Times color-coded map of where... Uh, oh, yeah, I meant to look at that. What'd you find you out? What? Uh, I, the west side was Caruso Green. Well, almost almost exclusively Caruso. The murder Green, of Jacqueline Avant which, had something to do with that. Which surprised me. But yeah, from Beverly Hills stretching all the way out to Pacific Palisades and well, everything in between. There was a lot of dark and light green. That's the color they assigned uh, Caruso, I guess, for uh, money, maybe. Well, that's his home territory, too. But Yeah, but I mean, these people are so dyed-in-the-wool, extreme liberal socialists. <laughs> and, and predictably... Uh, even Sheriff Inueva's uh, lead dropped a little bit, too, in the yeah. latest vote count. So same thing's happening all over the place with these uh, yeah, they, mysterious late-counted ballots. They, they, last I saw, 28% of the vote was still not counted. 28% of the vote. Yeah, it is. It's at 72-point-something, right? right? After almost a week. After almost a week. I know. I know. They used again, to, everything used to be done the next morning. And the turnout was pathetic, so no, I don't no. know what they... Well, when we get to that article, we'll go through a long list of things that California has that most other states don't. Yeah, and that's I'm telling you, out. the system is corrupt here, or it's going to be corrupt. A, we will talk about what's referred to as California's crazy vote count. Coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. All right, so we're talking about uh, California's vote count and uh, how, again, even though nobody voted last Tuesday, the results are still coming in. They're still being tabulated. So stand by about a month from now. They might be finalized. Uh, John Fund, who writes uh, for National Review, did a pretty good rundown about this state. California's crazy vote count is a warning to other states. In election integrity, California ranks 
49th in the nation. That's about where we are in most other things, right? Yeah. To the business index, so we're first in taxes. 49th in election integrity. They have a score system, 0 to 100. We got 30. Who's behind us, did it say? Uh, no. Who's, who's got less integrity? Uh, you know, I'm going to go find this Heritage Foundation. It's got to be New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, it is probably one some, of those uh, mob states. I yeah, don't know. one of those dirty mob states. The Heritage Foundation is a think tank, and they have an election integrity scorecard, no. and they ranked us 49th. And do you know California is the only state in the nation where it's illegal for officials to ask for people's IDs? That didn't know that. I, I didn't know I, we were the only one. But do they do that in other states, or it's just not illegal to do that? I don't know. I, like I know some like states they do. It's up to the do. ballot place or the precinct to decide to I ask mean, for your ID. That's or... automatic fraud. I mean, we're going to go through how many different ways they enable you, you to commit fraud. So, of course, if they need extra votes, there's a way to do it. If you don't need an ID. I know, but they, they get such a... Like, for instance, in this primary, such a low turnout. Could could many of those be illegal voters is what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it, they it's really... not about the turnout. It's about winning. You have to just get one more vote than the other side. So I know. You, but... So you can tilt the process in, in, a, in a close race easily. Now you sound like Trump. Um, although that was a big turnout election. Well, um, well, I mean, you can do it. He's insane about his election claims. But what I'm saying is here in California, it can be done. The laws allow it. Right. Well, uh, so, so get for example, here. In 2020, L.A. County has a registration rate of 112% of its adult citizen population. You got that? 112%. Yeah, there's a few more people registered than are actually here, right? Right, exactly. These are people who uh, moved or uh, died. <laughs> and, and they have not been taken off the rolls. Right. But, you know, uh, someone... there was a lawsuit, Judicial Watch sued, and uh, they were told they have to do that. But I don't know that they've done that yet. Uh, yeah, because there was there was a, a federal court issued a ruling uh, about Ohio. Federal law says you must it's mandatory. You must remove outdated signatures. Yeah. And I uh, mean, how many times we talk about this? People send an email to us from another state. I just got a California ballot. I haven't lived there for five years. But okay, but there there's one way you can do it. If you can call out the ineligible voters, the dead voters, the moved voters, if you have access to you know public databases, you, you can get that together and then assign those identities to people who aren't going to be asked for an ID card at the yeah. voting desk. He says that some progress has been made in California, but enforcement of the Judicial Watch Agreement has been sporadic mm -hmm. and half-hearted. Because they don't so care. It's okay. not a priority. Yeah, right? the, court, the courts can issue all the orders they want, but if uh, the uh, rank-and-file, uh, you know, uh, I mean, the, the, these people who work for the government, they don't care, and you're never going to make them care. All right? They're drones. Well, again, it, it benefits, in this case, the party in power. Mm -hmm. You want to call them progressives mm -hmm. or liberals, that there's just a higher vote count. This always benefits them. The, 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 yeah, the party permanently in power now. Uh, Two-thirds of Californians vote by mail. Ballots can be counted if they arrive three days after the election. Three days! Not just Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday last week. And if the signatures don't match, voters must be contacted and allowed to make corrections... But what does that mean? And by the way, how many um, people do you think they call 
and your signature doesn't match. I don't know. How about zero? On election day, you can show up at a polling location, register to vote, and cast a ballot all on the same day by taking advantage of what they call the conditional voter registration process. It's all too easy then for someone out of state or in another city to give an incorrect address, have their vote counted before anyone is the wiser. Then he mentions ballot harvesting, which we've talked about at length on this show over the years. Uh, Uh, I didn't know this, but the uh, El Segundo Propaganda Times had had once blasted the overly permissive ballot collection law as mm. being written without sufficient safeguards. Yeah, 2018 that, editorial. That the law passed in 2016 opens the door to coercion and fraud and should be fixed or repealed. Look at that. That's mm. what we've been saying. They say the same thing. They know. Right. <laughs> oh, and the DMV registers people to vote automatically. And uh, this story says the program is riddled with errors and has registered illegal immigrants, minors, and felons. Uh, he also mentions that uh, California allows, and I talked about it before, provisional ballots. It means you can walk up and not be on the registration rolls, but you can still fill out a ballot. And they put it on the side and they check it out later to see whether or not uh, it's a valid vote. They check it out later. <laughs> I want to see the check it out later room. What do you think that looks like? That's a hotbed. Uh, and then he finally mentions uh, this stupid top two jungle primary, which uh, has been around since 2012, really 10 years already. Yeah, it stinks. What was that oaf's name that gave up his vote for taxes to get this? Uh, the Republican? Abel Maldonado. Abel Maldonado who thought he was going to be governor someday. And yeah, that's he, why he, he traded uh, a vote for taxes to Schwarzenegger for this top two primary yeah. system because he thought he would come out on top. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm not really just a Republican conservative. I'm more in the middle and people will pick me when they understand. Well, he disappeared. He sank sank to the bottom of the septic tank. uh, It was a bad idea. Schwarzenegger is promoting this hard, too. Bad idea. And everybody's admitted it didn't work out the way they said it would. No, no. Just go uh, back to the old system. Uh, it's just pointing out that we do have some of the most ridiculous over the top. Uh, let's make sure that everybody has an opportunity to vote. There shouldn't but be any see, disenfranchised uh, people. But you see, that's not their purpose. They're, they don't care how many people vote. All they care about is that they win. It, they like to cover themselves like, well, we want everyone to express their civic duty, you know? We want everyone to take the responsibility in a democracy of voting. No, they don't care. They just want to win. Right, but historically... People that are a little better off and have a little more at stake vote. And then you have the poor people that just kind of mm-hmm. eh, they don't right. do anything. Right? Well, and so that's why you have to create this uh, system of loopholes. That's why ballot harvesting was a big one. Exactly. Because that way you can go door to door and say, so, hey, you probably mm-hmm. got a ballot in the mail. All Californians get a so, ballot in the mail. Let's, so, let's talk about it. So they're going to people who are not interested in voting. They don't care. They don't know. It just doesn't matter to them. And you're basically insisting that they vote by saying, hey, look, we have your ballot here and we have it filled out already. Would you mind (laughs) if we take it in? And yeah, sure. Go take it in. Doesn't matter. Vote for whatever whatever you want. Were you the one that told me? Or there was an email that said when they, they, they voted in person on the ballot, the, the machine, and it said it was already checked off for Newsom when they got to the governor's. <laughs> no. That's what one listener said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we got more coming up. John and Kate, KFI. One of the big stories today, of course, is the crash of the financial markets. Uh, if you care, it's a big drop for the Dow. The S&P, the NASDAQ all just plunged, and, you know, everyone, well, Why? 
Well, why? Well, inflation and the fears of a recession and just one of those days where everybody decided to uh, to sell. People are selling out, taking the profits they made the last few years. Yeah, this is a 20% drop in the market since the beginning of the year. The S&P 500 ended the session at a bear market down at least 20% from its high in January, to give you the comparison. Because after we, and we're going to talk about that now, after the initial big drop during the beginning of the pandemic, the markets had really been on a roll throughout 2020 and 2021. But now a bit of reality is coming back. And uh, uh, I mean, the markets have so many different factors going into it. It's a billion different things going on in terms of where they go. But sometimes they do go in one big direction. And most of this year, that direction well, most, is downward. Most companies are going to be making less money. That's true. Yeah. That's you know. Did that, you see that story last the, week the, on the, Target? That Target suddenly has too much inventory, and yeah. then that they have the wrong inventory. In other words, people are not buying the crap that they ordered. Yeah, well, because if you if you don't see something like this coming, you assume buying patterns will continue in the same direction. Right. And then when you have massive inflation and people have to suddenly cut purchases. Yes, and that's also happening. People you know, are finally making the decision that uh, I'm spending so much more. I mean, John's buying no. his cheese, and his cheese has gone up way in price. And Well, I heard today that the uh, average household's paying an extra $340 a month now in, in higher food costs. And you're also looking at probably a couple hundred dollars more a month in gas costs. That's got to come out of something. Right. Most people uh, have uh, little savings and they're living paycheck to paycheck. Now, the uh, when you and I talk on the show about so much attention is paid to who's president and the administration, we often downplay it. But uh, well, the Wall Street Journal did a story about how the, the Fed and the Biden administration got the whole inflation thing completely wrong. And basically, they were looking at the playbook from the 2007 to 2009 financial crisis. Remember the mortgage meltdown? Mm -hmm. Where it was weak demand, slow growth, high unemployment. Inflation was actually really, really low. But when the pandemic hit in 2020, uh, and Trump was president then, to be fair, although it's continued with the same policies in Biden and the Fed, uh, they thought they probably had to do what they did back in 2007 and 2009 to try to uh, uh, prop up the economy. But what happened instead was there was actually a pretty fast recovery in a lot of the uh, sectors of the economy. Um, well, because we gave businesses and uh, people trillions of dollars in cash. Yes, there was an immediate movement to have all of these aid programs. We know it well here in California with uh, the Employment Development Department getting ripped off for $30 billion in fraud, uh, they immediately pumped all sorts of money into the economy, and that's just going to fuel inflation. Because at the same time, the unemployment dip, it did drive, there was big unemployment at the beginning of the pandemic, all the restaurant workers, all the stores, everything got locked down, closed. But that turned around faster than they thought. But they didn't react to it. They were still giving out stimulus mm -hmm. money. No, they way. And meanwhile, the Fed was trying to keep the rates low and not and just they they want to keep them low, keep them low. We got to spur people to spend and spend. They way. And all did. of this resulted in. Uh, and of course, a year ago, we we heard from the Fed chairman. We heard from the Biden administration. They're all like, "Oh, this is just temporary. This is just yeah. transitional." And, right. Uh, and so we'll uh, be fine in a year. Right. So were they just uh, um, uh, spreading pop propaganda for the good of their team? Or were they that stupid? Like, were they were they lying 
just to protect Biden's uh, reputation in the early going? Or are they really, really bad at their job? Because, man, that's a lot of bad predictions from people who've spent uh, a lot of years in government and uh, they all got big credentials. A lot of them came from Ivy League universities. And so their collective wisdom could not be more wrong. So a year ago, the Fed, they were projecting that inflation would recede to 2.1% by the end of this Mm -hmm. year. They now see it at least twice that. That's why I scoff at all their predictions. I scoff. They don't know things. Uh, uh, why, why, don't. Do we, why do we assume that people can predict the future? The future movement of 8 billion people and what right, they're going to do the and what they're going to spend. Everything all, that moves, right, yeah. economic numbers. It, it's funny how, oh, yeah, we didn't expect that. We thought it would be more. We thought it would be less. Well, how the hell? What made you think you could expect anything? I, I, honestly, I don't understand that. I'm not just trying to be a jerk here. Well, yeah, I am. But um, 330 billion people just in this uh, million people just in this country, 8 billion around the world. What do you know? Just because you spent four years at Harvard, you know something about the decisions everyone's going to make uh, next month and next year? Especially when it has a situation that none of us ever lived through before. I don't think there are many people left from the Spanish flu in 1918. But uh, most people never had this pandemic, massive government lockdown happen in their lives. So no. you didn't know how they were going to come out at, at the end of it. So in 2020, Trump signed off with the word of $3 trillion worth of federal relief. Yeah. And that passed easily in Congress. And the Fed tried to keep the interest rates near zero. And they kept this going and going. But as it turned out, by December of 2020, the unemployment rate had actually fallen to 6.7%. It, it, it took three years to fall to that level after the 07-09 recession. So they should have known then to change course a bit, but they did not. House Democrats in May 2020 approved a $3 trillion stimulus bill, and uh, the Biden administration, when they took over, they decided to stay on the same path of stimulating well, the economy and keeping the interest rates low. And that's what led us to this path where we are now, where there's just too much money out there and we have high inflation for look a lot at, of goods. Uh, look at Sacramento. The reason they have $100 billion in surplus, that was $100 billion extra dollars that was printed by the U.S. government and sent to Sacramento. And they, they even they have, have no way to spend it. They don't even know what to spend it on. I told yep. you the school districts around the country have about $113 billion in excess COVID funds. They don't know what to spend it on. Because, you know, at their heart, these are idiot politicians. And all they were thinking about was, oh, my God, if we have high unemployment, that's going to hurt us when people vote. So they wanted to make sure that wasn't going to happen. And it turns out it kind of reversed itself on its own quickly. This was not the 2007-2009 recession. But what they didn't see and they didn't seem to care about it, now they do, was inflation. And that's got people just as angry as if they were unemployed. So they should all get fired for this. Honestly, you should be able to like, well, that's a, we should be able to recall presidents and their entire administrations. This was oh, the, like they do in uh, Europe countries. Yeah, exactly. Like right in the middle of term, no confidence say, vote. And sometimes, sometimes um, anybody in life or any any set of executives, they screw up so badly, you have to go because you're incompetent. And not so much as a punishment, not that you can't make a mistake, but that is so wildly incompetent that you've you've uh, you've really sunk the nation's economy here. And by the way, the inflation rate for on a day-to-day basis is so much higher than 8%. I was reading this last week. You know what's one-third of the inflation calculus? Shelter. All right? Rents and, oh, rents, yeah. and, and, and housing. 
to buy a house is going way up. But most of us don't. Most of us have a stable mortgage or have a stable lease, right? Our increases are coming from food and gas. And a lot of food is up 15, 20, 30 percent in the different categories. The gas has gone up. I think it's gone up uh, just in uh, nationally. It's gone up from four to five dollars since April. So that's a 20 percent increase in gas just in two months. And those are the things we buy every day. So that, 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 that the inflation rate on a day-to-day living basis out of your paycheck, much higher than what All they're right, saying. We got, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Did I hear you say last week that you're going to Yellowstone? Yes. It's closed. Why? All entrances are temporarily closed. Flooding. Humongous flooding. How come they get the rain and we don't have it? They announced today all entrances to the park are temporarily closed to extremely hazardous conditions caused by unprecedented rainfall and flooding. What, did the geysers go crazy? No, the the flooding causes, you can see a picture, this picture, some of the road fell apart here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just eroded from the rain. Uh, There's one person that lives there that says they've never seen the river. Uh, this woman says, uh, the river has never been this high before by my house. She's a resident of Gardner, Montana, which is north of the park and serves as a gateway for visitors. They're telling you, John, that if you have any plans in the coming weeks to go to the park, you should monitor road conditions. Well, how long case. is this going to last? Well, it's the word they're putting out is temporarily they've closed the park entrances. No. But uh, I'm not going to go probably I don't know, for a while. Later, oh, okay. I thought you were going like next week or no, something. No, no, no. Just later in the summer sometime. Oh, okay. It should be okay. I hope the waters will recede by then. Yeah, really. I never it's heard of that. I never heard of Yellowstone closed yeah. for flooding. The National Weather Service issued a flood warning for the park on Monday and advised campers and hikers to avoid streams and creeks. The old turnaround, don't drown. <laughs> Remember that that thing that used to play when we had the, the heavy rainfall that would come in? And- yeah. That computer the, voice no, would say, turn around, we don't went, drown. We went to the uh, National Parks in Utah, Zion National Park. Have you gone there? The be- yes, they have been. Very yeah. nice. And just, just a few days before we got there, they had massive thunderstorms. Oh. And that was flooding out the roads and flooding out some of the motels, too. Right. But that that's the normal cycle that they get. Oh, it's this time of year, huh? Uh, when did we go last year? I forget. Yeah. I think we went, in, uh, yeah, late July, early August last year. Yeah, they, they had the monsoon thunderstorms, which they get all over Arizona and Nevada, and sometimes even in uh, eastern California. I thought the western U.S. was getting no rain. It's a big problem. It's a drought. I guess it's not all of the western it's, U.S. No, it's, it's, it's California primarily. Uh, I think Arizona, though, is not getting, well, they don't usually get a lot of rain anymore. Anyway. No. If you Although don't like Arizona, it, it's different climates. The northern part is much <laughs> There's plenty cooler. of places where it rains a lot, so I, I, don't, I don't understand the complaining. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, from the category of let's just give up and think of some way we can do something about, uh, I don't know, vagrants urinating in the elevators. The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority has a new program to tackle public urination in the elevators in their system and their trains and so forth, subways in, in Massachusetts. So uh, they have urine detection centers that are being placed in four downtown elevators. The sensors can alert what they call, that's our favorite term, transit ambassadors who can quickly dispatch a cleaning crew. So this is not about stopping 
the riffraff from urinating in the elevators. It's just you get there quicker and clean it up. The sensors on the ceiling of an elevator have an attached fan, which can suck in the air and basically smell what is present. And if it picks up urine, it sends out a little alarm so that they can quickly send over a cleaning crew to clean up the urine in the elevator. But what what we have, though, is a breakdown in cultural norms because I never remember... Nearly all my life until, you know, just a few years ago that there was ever a problem with people urinating in public. It just wasn't a thing in elevators. People think elevators are like restrooms because, what, the doors open? It looks like a stall? I I don't really understand. I don't know what kind of drugs you have to be on to uh, start spraying all over an elevator. Exactly. I mean... If you're going to urinate, urinate outside in a corner against a wall. But to do it in an elevator is really obnoxious. There's so much much stuff that goes on now. And it goes on in great numbers that you just never saw or heard about before. I'm sure people did this stuff, but they did it uh, hidden somewhere. Go off in the woods. I I don't understand uh, waving it all over the, uh, the elevator. Apparently they did this in Atlanta 10 years ago. and It's a success. The, the, apparently the urine detection system is working and they're getting cleaning crews out there quickly and they have expanded it. Is that a good job, huh? Well, Run you know what I think about every now and then? Every time, maybe I go to a mall or somewhere and I see an escalator, you know what I think of, right? Oh, the poop at... Uh... Oh, the best story ever was the fact that the escalators in the BART system, I think it was in Oakland, were inoperable because they got uh, feces caught in them. Yeah, so much feces. I never even considered that. Right. There's Who poops example. on an escalator? Huh? Enough. I, if you enough. urinate in an elevator, do you poop on an escalator? I think it's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. It's uh, that's yeah. tricky to pop a squat if the escalator is moving, <laughs> isn't it? Kind of. Which way do you face? Depends on the drive. <laughs> right. Do you want to be going up or down? Down. Right. I think I'd rather be going up. Don't you? See right. Because then, then it'll it'll splatter behind you. Uh, if you're, yeah, going, you're going down, though, you could tumble. Right, if you're popping a squat and you're trying to grunt. <laughs> yes, you could. That seems uh, unsafe. Unhygienic. For Deborah Mark, boys love to discuss poopy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it, it's just something that begins. We could go on all day here. In your childhood. And I don't just... get it. I really don't. I don't like to talk <laughs> about poop, to be honest. But... Yeah, you've it's... never brought up no, any poop I stories. I haven't. No. Although I used to read to my kids the book, Everybody Poops. Oh, that was a good book. Yeah. Yeah, I but like that's that. about it. Oh, did it have a good ending? <laughs> I mean, was it a, a pot boiler? Was it a thriller? Was it a shocker? The, the ending was kind of predictable. I, I think the title gives it away. <laughs> oh. And well, I think there was, there was another book called Everybody Passes Gas. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, I got the whole collection. Oh. Oh. I read them to myself now. <laughs> Right, except women who deny it. <laughs> we don't that's pass the, gas. No, that, that's right. It's and then we told you that story of that woman that apparently did that for too long and she had some <laughs> intestinal blow up. Right. <laughs> Can't hold it in. Well, sometimes you do have to hold it in depending on the circumstances. I, I think you're right. I think even men sometimes do abide by that rule. <laughs> All right. We got th- we got more coming up. John and Ken, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. 
and Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.